in order to understand percent error, let's think about a real-life example. Suppose your friend is selling a couch, and your friend wants to charge $50 for this couch, and somebody asks you how much the couch is, and you accidentally say that it's $25. So the original value of the couch is $50, but your estimate of how much you think it's worth, it's going to be um, asked for, is $25. Now, is anybody going to be happy with you when this, when this comes about to pass? You, you told somebody you thought it was $25. They talked to your friend, and your friend says, no, it's, it's $50. And both of them are going to be upset with you because you were off by $25. Okay. So you were off by $25. How much of the original couch's cost are you off by? The couch is being is being priced at $50 and you're $25 off in your measurement. Aren't you off by a whole half of the value of the couch? So the $25, if you compare to the original cost, is off by a half of the original cost. So if you put the error on top, and I'm going to show another example of this, and then the actual price underneath, then you get one half. Now, how do we turn that into a percent? How do we turn one half into a percent? Well, you probably learned in school to turn it to a decimal first and then to multiply by 100. So you're off by 50%. You estimate $25, and it's really worth $50. So you're off by 50 minus 25, or $25 again. So you're off by 50% of the original cost of the couch. It's kind of confusing because what percentage error you get depends on what you're comparing to. Some people might say, well, the estimate is 25. is off by 25. Isn't it off by 100%? But that's if you're comparing your estimate and the error together. But really, we want to compare to the actual value. So we always, to get a percent error, take the error over the actual value. Let's look at another example. Suppose, I'm going to erase this. Suppose something costs $10, and you think that it costs 11. So the actual price is 10 and the estimate is 11, then how much is your estimate off by? 11 minus 10 is $1. That's the error in the measurement, or in the estimate. The error is $1. What is $1 compared to $10? Isn't it one-tenth of it? So your, the error is actually a tenth of the actual price. So the percent error is the Error divided by the actual value. Now, depending on the example, you might also have seen previous value down here. It depends on how you're looking at the problem. But if we're talking about an estimate of an actual value, then the actual value goes on the bottom. So the error would be $1 out of the actual value was $10. And then you want to turn that to a percent. 
So you multiply by 100 because percent means per 100. So you got to adjust the opposite way by multiplying. So we get 1 tenth, which is 0.1 times 100. 1 tenth is how much of a percent? 10%, right? Isn't 1 out of 10 10%? Because isn't 1 out of 10 the same as 10 out of 100? If you multiply top and bottom by 10, and doesn't 10 out of 100 mean 10 per cent? 10 per hundred. So 1 tenth is 10 hundredths, which is 10%, or you can write 1 tenth as 0.1 and multiply by 100 and get 10% as well. So the important thing to remember is for percent error, you want to take the error over the actual value, and I'm missing something here, to make the equation the same on both sides. I need to put times 100 here as well. That's to make it a percentage as opposed to just a fraction or a decimal. So coming back to our example, we want to get the percent error. I'm going to erase this simpler example. The percent error is the error over the actual value times 100. Our error was 0.0395. That was a distance between 26 and 25.9635, I think. 25.9605. So the distance, the difference between 26 and 25.9605 is 0.0395. I divide by the actual value, not the 26, even though that's easier. We have to divide by the actual value, 25.9605. By the way, this is an absolute value, not a 1. So then we take that and we multiply by 100 for our percent error. 0.0395 divided by 25.9605 times 100. I unfortunately cannot do these kinds of calculations in my head. Sometimes I wish I could. So we're going to need a calculator. So feel free to get out your calculator. Take the top number divided by the bottom and multiply by 100 and see what you get. Okay, coming back, I get a percent error of 1.52%. Now, 1.52%, that's pretty good, right? You're only off by 1.52% as opposed to 10% or 25%. And we can see over here from this graph, this looks like only off by about 1% or 1.5% right here. So percent error is just a fancy way to say how far you're off from the actual value using the tangent line's y value instead. The tangent line's y value is very easy to get. Just plug in the x value into the formula for the equation of the tangent line. Then take the difference between what you get on your calculator. By the way, if you don't want to use the graph to get the actual value, what's the easiest way to get the actual y value? In the home screen, or in any calculator you have, you want to take y equals 6 times x, which is 9, to the power of 2 thirds. So plugging in x equals 9 to the 2 thirds power and multiplying by 6, and that gives you, I believe, I'm not sure this is an exact value or an approximation, uh, 25.9605. Oh, you know what? I know that it's an approximation because a cube root of 9 is irrational. So it goes on forever. 
So even if you square it, it still goes on forever. So this is an approximation, 25.9605. And so the, our percent error is to the hundredth percent, 1.52%. And the actual value without the graph in the home screen, just plug in 9. So these are the general rules, the shortcuts for finding the derivatives without having to use that long limit definition. And then we've applied them to the equation of a tangent line and even to some error problems. So um, have fun going through the homework. And if you have any questions, remember to ask someone at the tutorial center or your instructor, um, even if they don't have time during class, perhaps before or after, or the tutorial center can help you.